our study, we're talking about the place the Holy Spirit has in our lives and the difference he can make. And we're looking at the words of Jesus, what Jesus had to say about the Holy Spirit. And we looked at some verses in John 14. I want us to look at some verses in John 16, beginning at verse, uh, let's, let's begin at verse 4. Jesus said, I have told you this so that when the, their time comes, you will remember that I warned you about them. I did not tell you this from the beginning because I was with you, but now I'm going to, uh, going to him who sent me. None of you ask me, where are you going? Rather, you are filled with grief because I've said these things. But very truly, I tell you, it's far better for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go away, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will prove to the world, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because people do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I'm going to the Father where you can see me no more. And about judgment, because the prince of the world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can hear now, but when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That's why I've said the spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. Okay, several things are real important here. One is... And I think this is something we, we really need to understand, and that is that the Holy Spirit is the one who does the convicting work that brings a person to salvation. He's the one who does the convincing works work that helps us to understand and believe and see the truth of who God is and who Christ is and our sins and how we know to have a relationship with him. So to have a right relationship with God and God has to work in our lives. It starts with him. It doesn't start with us. And, and to become a believer in Christ, God has to draw us to himself through his Holy Spirit. And we have to change our minds about sin, about righteousness, and about judgment because the Holy Spirit convinces us of the truth. Now, many seem to imply that salvation is all of man and that man just decides he wants to believe. But the scripture is clear, except the Father draw a man, he cannot be saved. Before we can throw open our heart to receive Christ, we must realize the truth. And that truth only comes through the power of the Holy Spirit as he teaches us what is true and shows us what is true. So I want you, I want you to come to, to, to understand that in our study. And, and I want you to see first that the Holy Spirit seeks to convince men of the truth about sin. That's what he said. He's going to tell you the truth. He's going to prove the world to be wrong about sin. You see, man arrives at all the wrong answers about sin. Some people say, well, it's basically ignorance, or others say it's a deficiency in knowledge and wisdom. Some say the sure, the sure way to remedy the problem of evil is to educate the world. Socrates advocated this. He said if one knows good, he would do good. But it, if that's, that's just not true. Even though we know good, we don't do good. Sin is inherent in the body of man. Man sins because he has a body that's evil, because he has a sinful nature, the Bible calls it. And because of that, we have to understand that truth about sin. You see, some people say, well, sin doesn't really exist. It's all in the mind. And right and wrong are just private opinions. All morality is relevant. That's one of the big things of our day. But sin is a word in moder to modern man that has been 
removed from his vocabulary, and we're so sure we've outgrown it that we would rather go to hell than admit we are plagued with it. But the Holy Spirit reveals the truth about sin. He shows that it's not sins, plural, S-I-N-S. That's God's biggest concern. It's sin, S-I-N, singular. You see, it's not the things we do, but what we are in our nature that needs drastically to be changed. The Holy Spirit shows us this condition, and it's not just an action of our lives, but it's who we are. shows us that sin is a condition. It's a root, not just a fruit, and that we must, it must be dealt with by drastic, drastic happenings, and that's the cross of Christ. And we're in rebellion against God when we refuse to acknowledge Christ as Savior, then we're simply refusing to see the truth. Back in Jesus' day, they, they said, we will not have this man to rule over us. And that's unbelief, and that's what we say when we don't receive Christ. The Bible shows us sin through the Holy Spirit because uh, Jesus wants us to understand that we are not acceptable as we are and that we need forgiveness and salvation. God's quarrel with man, therefore, is not how many times he may have cursed or how many times he may have done this or that that's evil, but God probes past that to say that I want to deal with the root problem, and that root problem can only be solved by giving your life to Christ. Now, there's a, a word needs to be said to believers here, that, and that is that you and I have to be careful that we don't deal with symptoms about, but we deal with the problem. Too often, and it's the words or the acts of a person that we want to change, but that cannot happen unless the person is changed from the inside out by Jesus Christ. And outward symptoms are difficult to deal with, and they're a problem, but the real problem is that within man is a sinner. He needs forgiveness. He needs salvation. He needs to become a new person. He needs to come into a right relationship with God. He needs to have everything about him changed as far as how he looks at life and how he looks at himself and how he is as a person. So I think it's important for us to recognize, even as believers, as we deal with people who are not believers, don't look past just the obvious, which is maybe very obnoxious sins, maybe very hurtful sins that they have, but look past that or maybe they're even respectable sins. Look past that and see the person as one who needs to be drastically changed inside. That's why Jesus, that's why Paul wrote about it and said, if any man's in Christ, he's a new creation. We become new in Christ. But also, the Holy Spirit seeks to convince people of the truth about righteousness. You see, men have come to the wrong conclusions about what's righteousness. Uh, some people think righteousness can be inherited because of who I am, because I am an American, because I am a church member, because I do this, because of this, or because of that, it can be earned. And many, many religious groups try to help people earn their salvation. But the Bible says our righteousness in God's sight is like filthy rags. See, righteousness, some say, well, that's, it's just being sincere. It doesn't matter what you believe, just so you're sincere in it. But that axiom doesn't work in any other area of life. It's very much important what you believe, as well as you being sincere in believing it. And so we're going to see tomorrow what the righteousness that the Holy Spirit wants to convince us about. So I hope you'll be with me. God bless you. Have a great day.